a doctor in the house. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of loving you. Doctor. 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 And doctor. It's time for Advanced Medicine Monday with Dr. Rashid Batar. I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. I'm a doctor, not a mechanic. I'm a doctor, not a coal miner. The doctor is in. All right, let's see this hour. The doctor is in. Doctor, can you uh, can you help us with our morose Monday? I had Liam on last hour, and it was uh, yeah, it was an intense, introspective hour. We had to cover some tough stuff, uh, Doctor Batar. But uh, hey, you know, there's good stuff happening. But then again, last week we were talking about the FDA attacking a good product that's been out in the market for 15 years in the Trans D. So, uh, you know, which way do we go today? I think it's always, always up. That's always the direction we should move. And Mm -hmm. Napoleon Hill once said that there's no adversity that presents itself without an equal or greater opportunity, the silver lining, if you will. And I have found that to always be true, Robert. The problem is that many times we get caught up with our own emotions and we tend to forget what the truth is. Mm -hmm. I saw a movie a couple of weeks ago, maybe about a week and a half ago, and it's called After Earth. Have you seen the previews for that? Uh, I, I I have seen them, but I really don't know the full story. It's an, it's a sci-fi flick, right? That's exactly right. And there is a portion of that movie that is so amazing. It's about a forty-five second spiel that the father, which is the Will Will Smith, that's the Will Smith movie with his son, right? They they were uh, after it's it's a really scary, it's like a scary sci-fi setup. Yeah, actually it is, but there's a message that the movie has, and actually the movie can be summarized in that 45-second message. Essentially, what happens is two survivors on a planet, which happens to be Earth after mankind has left Earth because of all the atrocities committed to the planet, and so the planet is no longer inhabitable. So humans are on a different planet, and there's a essentially a malfunction. There's something that happens, and they crash land on the planet. And everything that's on this planet Earth now has evolved to kill humans. And this is the message that Will Smith and his character, who is the father, tells his son, who is a ranger in training but hasn't graduated yet. I don't want to give away the movie, obviously, Robert, but the message in this little trailer is so amazing. And I think you've got it queued up. So I think if we play it, everybody will understand. This message is so universal and so important for everybody to understand. In fact, I had my sons watch just that trailer portion because I think maybe the movie may be a little too graphic for the younger one, but the message is so important and I think it's directly applicable to what we started the show on today. All right, so let's start Advanced Medicine Movie Monday, a clip from After Earth talking about, I think, fear. Stand by. Son, this is not training. This is a class one quarantined planet. facing are real. Everything on this planet has evolved to kill humans. Every single decision we make will be love or death. But if we are going to survive this, you must realize that fear is not real. It 
is a product of the thoughts you create. And do not misunderstand me. Danger is very real. But fear is a choice. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did he just say that fear is a choice? That's absolutely right. And that is the truth. How do they let that one out of Hollywood? I have no idea, but I'll tell you what. It is powerful. It is a powerful message. It's presented in a way that I think the masses will hear. I just don't know whether they'll actually fully hear it, but those words are so profound and they are so true. Very few people on this planet truly understand that fear is a choice. Very few people understand that fear is something that we create in our mind and it does not exist. There's nothing real about fear. The opposite of fear, people think is courage. It's not. The opposite of fear is love mm-hmm. and love is real. Fear now, what's is a some- choice. Now, hold on. I'm just, I'm just digesting this. It's turned into a cool advanced medicine movie moment here. Uh, it, we talk about this and, and some of the critics have panned it. And I often find that they do that when there's a message movie. They just Sometimes they just don't like messages. And, and certain ones that, that, that don't uh, encourage more fear, for instance. Um, fear is a choice. He says here, the danger is real and danger is real, right? Mm-hmm. We, we don't exactly. d- disavow that danger is real. The, but, the the, question- but the fear of the danger mm-hmm. is actually what paralyzes us. And in the movie, actually, the message, the entire movie, in fact, even, even the way that the young kid survives and is able to eventually triumph is that – he has to master this principle. And by mastering this principle, that's the only way that he could have survived. In fact, the actual beast or demon or monster, whatever you want to call it, that is the greatest antagonist in the movie only senses fear. It finds its victims because it can sense fear. And if there's no fear, it can't find its victim. So it's, it's an amazing message. To me, it was a very amazing message. I like science fiction anyway, but yes. the message here was so powerful. And Robert, there are some people that already know this component, the acronym, what fear stands for, false evidence appearing real. Mm-hmm. And if we understand that fear is nothing more than that, it's something that's created in our minds. Some of the most profound ter- words have been spoken that there's nothing to fear Except for fear itself. Right. We know that uh, – it was it Kennedy that said that? Yeah, Kennedy had, had said that as well. That's and, correct. And then Roosevelt, I believe, said that the greatest enemy lies within. What enemy is he talking about? It's that fear that we create in our minds. So whatever is negative going on around us on the planet, no matter what's going on, it is that fear that we create in our own heads. And believe me, everybody's susceptible to this. And, I mean, I teach this and I'm susceptible to it and I have to – realign myself and realize that I'm just creating this in my own head. And as soon as I come to that understanding and awareness and I dissect and separate that fear and move into it, it, everything dissipates and the incredible beauty comes out. I think it's like in that last Matrix movie when they're trying to make it that home run and all those things are attaching to their ship and it goes right up. The only way they can escape is going straight up. This is like all science fiction today we're talking about, right? Right. They, they take the ship straight up, and all of a sudden, they come out of this dark cloud, all black, into a beautiful blue sky with the sun. And they're only up there for a couple of seconds, and then they go dive back in to finish the war. But the point is, that's what happens when you bust out of that fear mode. You realize how beautiful the world is and how everything is working in perfect harmony exactly the way it's supposed to. 
Well, that that is the perfect message. That was what we we're looking for, the upliftment, if you will, uh, when it looks like a, a pretty dark and bleak moment or time because uh, we've all been there. We've all been through that. Uh, you know, I talked about my mother and her travails, uh, you know, living, surviving uh, Palestine, the war into Israel and, and being kidnapped and start hunger and things like this, but coming out of it and creating a life that's pretty extraordinary. Uh, as we we see the transition of the time, we've talked extensively, Dr. Batar, about consciousness shifts, yet there's a dark consciousness as well that seems to parallel the rise of an open and loving heart that is also transpiring because of the precisely because of the suffering we may have been through in our lifetime to bring us to this awareness. Now, you, you come to that, that the fear is the illusion or it's the choice, in fact, and the choice is, is really propping up the illusion. Absolutely, Robert. But let me clarify what you just said. Mm-hmm. It's the choice of choosing fear yes. that props up that illusion. Yeah, well, exactly. And and that's so much of what, you know, whether you're dealing with a behemoth like uh, FDA or whether you're dealing with a legal system, you're dealing with any entity and you've, you've dealt with a lot of them. And then the living example says, well, we're going to choose to go beyond it. I often say out creating it. That's exactly right. That's exactly it. You create your own reality, and if you can create your own reality, then you can outcreate it. And that's exactly the thing that I would like everybody to understand that may be listening to the show today, Robert, that mm-hmm. we're all faced with adversities. Mm-hmm. It is not the adversity that, that we face that builds us and that makes us who we are. It's how we handle that adversity, whether you take it with a smile on your face and you do what's necessary to overcome it or whether you succumb to the fear and paralyze yourself and lock yourself up at a corner and disintegrate. Mm -hmm. The thing is that in the world right now, there are more and more people that are realizing that they have the power. It's, you know, when you say that you have the power to heal, actually we have the power to do anything. And during the build a successful life seminar that I Give. In fact, that's what we're going to be doing in Cancun at the Cancun retreat. We're going to be incorporating a lot of those principles in the Build a Successful Life seminar. I show a picture of an atom, and I show how small the smallest subunit that we know of in existence is an atom. Of course, they'll every now and then there'll be a smart Alec that's a physicist, and they'll say, "Well, you know, subatomic particles and mm-hmm. the neutrons and protons." <laughs> so let's just, for argument's sake, to say that an atom is the smallest subunit. The atomic bomb is essentially taking an atom and liberating the energy. And then I show what an atomic bomb nuclear detonation looks like. And, you know, when we talk about the power that comes from an atomic reaction, that that energy that's released inside that atom is enough power to power the entire city of New York for literally weeks. And you can see the amount of destruction if it's not done and not controlled, if that power is not controlled in the right way. But the point is that all that power comes from the release of energy in one atom. And how many atoms make up our own body? I mean, how many trillions and zillions and I don't know how many zeros at the end? It's just amazing how many atoms are in our body. We have the power to do anything that we want. The problem is that most of us don't recognize that we have that power. So the reason that that message has always resonated with me so well when you say the power to heal is yours, it's actually the power to do anything, to accomplish anything, is every human being's. Sure, but it's almost overwhelming to conceive that we have that kind of power. And so it's very easy to manipulate humans into convincing them that they're, they're little meek little mice or they're chickens scratching around in the dirt rather than eagles soaring above it all and seeing from a more 360-degree viewpoint. I totally agree with you. But that's where our role comes in, mm-hmm. that we 
show people the truth, we educate them, we empower them, and let them rise themselves and help others rise. And this is the thing, Robert, you know, why is the show being downloaded all over planet Earth right now? I mean, I think back uh, almost a year ago, back in last August, I think it was, you said we had a... We oh, had in one October, week yeah, 1.2 million downloads from all over planet Earth. I mean, literally, this message is resonating far beyond the, the, the artificial borders that separate or divide us politically or otherwise. And, and well, there's a reason for that. I mean, everything has some type of uh, reason behind it. So what is the reason that this message is so empowering to people? Why? Do, I mean, I'm sure they can find other sources of entertainment that's better than me or you. <laughs> I, I would and hope so, right? And, and certainly better than Ty. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Ty's going to love that one. Well, <laughs> you, you said reason, and I heard resonance. Interesting. The words kind of kind of vibrate similarly, yeah, reason and resonance. You're absolutely right. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, it is. Actually, resonance would be the more accurate word. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Listen, we're going to resonate some more powerful healing here on Advanced Medicine Monday. I want to invite you all to the next Advanced Medicine Seminar, the Links are up in the show notes today at robertscoutbell.com. Charlotte, North Carolina practitioners, all healthcare providers invited Friday and Saturday, the 19th and 20th of July. Saturday, the 20th is open for everybody, the general session, and I will be there for sure. I'm locking it in, and we're hoping to get uh, more of you there as well. And then in August, not there not long after the Cancun event, we'll talk more about that as well. Check it all out. This is the place where you get the power to heal. Actually, we just remind you about it and more after this with Dr. Batar. The Robert Scott Bell Show. Rocking the health world through the power of radio. It's the Robert Scott Bell Show. Well, we're talking about the power of reality here, I guess, or the power of creating reality. And there are nuances to this, Dr. Batar, when some people misconstrue the words, create power to create whatever. What are you talking about? I, I can't create, you know, just name something wild and bizarre, right? But it isn't about that. It's about the recognition of, of, of Im- impacting, let's say, your entire life. And that didn't happen in, a, in an instant, although there are certain miraculous events that happen rather quickly. We won't want to discount that. But the reality, for instance, working with, if I, if I might bring this up, the tra- trans-D-tropin, which we've talked about, this phenomenal dietary supplement delivered dermally, transdermally, that has been doing so much good, no harm to anyone for 15 plus years or so, 14, 15 years. And now the FDA comes in and says it's a drug. And you're like, well, do we fight it? And if you're, you're like the David versus Goliath battle, maybe you could win 10 years from now. Or do you find another way? Do you outcreate that reality that is so limiting and really fear-inducing? When the beast comes after you like that, Dr. Batar. Well, you know, the beast is only as powerful as you make the beast. And this was something that it was a realization driving down the road one evening when I was in the middle of the battle with the medical board with my wife. It was probably at 10 o'clock at night. We were coming back from the office. And I started actually laughing, you know, out aloud. Mm-hmm. And my wife turned to me and she said, what are you laughing at? And I said, I just realized that the medical board can't do anything to me. And she says, what are you talking about, baby? Of course they can. They can take your license. I said, they can take my license, but they can't do anything to me. And she said, well, if they take your license, they can take something. That's taking something away from you. I said, no, it's not. Think about it for a second. If they take your license, 
they take your license to practice. But and I, and I asked her, I said, how many people do you think there are out there? How many doctors are there out there right now that would love for me to consult with them in their clinics and help them do whatever they need to do? In fact, I could probably do more if I didn't have a practice where I can help train more doctors, which is what we've been doing on the side anyway. Right. Now, this is as an example. And I, to- and I said, unless they take my life, and even if they take my life, then I become a martyr. Then you know, they, they can't do anything. They can't take my name. They can't take my degree. They can't do anything. The only power they, can, they have over me is whatever I choose to give them. Yes, exactly. That's the point of, of the giving it away concept that many people don't understand as they claim victim status as we're being attacked. It's like, oh, woe is me. I'm Dr. Batar. The FDA is coming. No, no, that's not what you do. And that's not what the, you know, the, the folks that are really living up to the, uh, what would we say, their, their mission in life, if it is genuinely to help others, it's not to wallow in pity. It's not to you know beg for uh, any kind of uh, let's say uh, I don't even know how to how to say it at this point, but it's so, it's so opposite of what you're doing here in as we say out creating the reality that others are trying to impose on you. And and Robert, everybody has a power to do it. They just have to choose to do it. Most of us get panicked, and we have to remember that panic is is a survival mechanism. Accept it, embrace it, and then just take a deep breath in and out. And then start looking at it from a different perspective. One of my favorite, favorite phrases, and I don't even remember when I started using it, but I heard somebody use it once probably about 15 years ago. It was an instructor actually that was teaching techniques of self-hypnosis, how you program your own mind. And, and he said, it's an anonymous quote, at least according to him. But the quote is this, where attention goes, energy flows. So if energy is flowing into whatever you pay attention to, then by definition, you should never pay attention to the adversity. You should only pay attention to the solution. And so I never talked about the medical board. I didn't think about them. I didn't think – I don't think about the FDA. I think about how am I going to create Mm -hmm. the new Mm -hmm. thing, the better thing, the – how am I going to help more people? How am I going to – I mean all these good, different components. It's always putting attention into the thing that I want to right. grow. And I'm not putting attention into that that's trying to hold me back because when I do that, I am actually giving it power. Why would I – or why would anybody in their right mind want to give power to their adver- – to their uh, – well, if you want to say enemy, but to their predator, the, the one that's predating them. The adversarial. Adversary. Thank you. That's yeah, the I mean, th- this goes right to the heart of that, that movie, that After Earth movie, in a sense that that, that creature could right. sense fear, and that fear was feeding the beast that would then consume it, eat it, exactly. kill it, whatever. And so you withdraw that energy. This is such a life principle. Exactly, this Robert. So that's exactly it. You hit the nail right on the head, and like usual, you brought it full circle perfect, said it better than I could say it. That's exactly <laughs> my point. Yes, and, and that's what I'm gathering here, why I wanted to, do, you know, once you started bringing up that movie where I saw this was going, this is so sensational, especially with the intensity of things that, that our friends and, and sometimes family members are going through. What I talk talk about all the time and the whole wasted energy of politics and so much it's withdrawing the energy that is used against you and then you begin to and when people let's say rebel against the statement you create your own reality i understand why they do but if people really knew how much unconscious energy they're flowing into that which they fear right that they choose to fear and it creates that. So they say, how could I have created that? I don't want that. I hate I, this. Is not what I want. But all of that fear created it 
subcon or unconsciously and and people are not seemingly consciously aware to put all of that energy that they weren't even aware they were putting in. this is hard to say dr batar i'm just no, but being, your, your point is exactly right and if somebody didn't quite get that you know replay it and listen to what robert's saying because that's exactly right one of the principles that are uh, we are taught in martial arts is to breathe and when you breathe the tendency is for the mind to start becoming more active and you have to reduce the activity of the mind. In other words, to actually be in a state of existence in the presence right now without thinking about the past, without thinking about the future, and just being in the moment and not thinking is such a difficult task to do. But if you can <laughs> achieve that, even for sort of a few moments, and then actually put something, put something into the place of your uh, brain, if you can make it empty, that's the most difficult part is making yes. it empty for a second, but making it empty and then putting something into that place that's now empty, that is love and gratitude. You are now the infinite source of power that the, to me, that the creator gave to us. It, that is the gift from the creator and makes us creators. We mm -hmm. are able to create. I mean, in fact, I think in all the monotheistic religions, it says that God created us in his own image, correct? Yes, yes. And it, if he created us in his own image and he is a creator, then by definition, we're creators. We have to become aware of the ability that we have and that we've been given to create, however. Yes. And that is the biggest challenge. And that's where what we do, Robert, is giving people that awareness and for the ability that you've given me to be able to extend that out to people that I may never meet mm -hmm. is truly a gift that I appreciate you for. Oh man, it's so awesome when we can get together and do this. It's very exciting. The the awesomeness of imagination, John Rappaport talks about it in terms of imagination, image in action, I like to say. It isn't just a mental construct, although we have a mind which is a tool, but it often can be a, it can abuse us if we give it too much power is you, you can create or, let's say, imagine the image, and then you've got to infuse it with energy, with emotion, with passion, yes. as you said, with love, as opposed to fear. Fear is very powerful, and it does manifest, which is why so many folks are in a situation where they have monsters in their life, whether you want to point to the government, the FDA, or otherwise. But the reality is that kind of fear in our culture has been almost inbred to the point of unconsciousness, so we don't even aware that we're afraid of it, and it manifests consistently and constantly. And then you think, well, I'm out creating it. I'm I'm thinking happy thoughts, but is the emotion infused? Is it done as consistently as the fear that you had been doing perhaps for years or decades prior? That's exactly right, Robert. And now you're getting into a mechanism, a tool that you can use to actually create. And we're going to be talking about that actually in Cancun extensively. But that infusion Dude, of so emotion mm -hmm. and the physical emotion that you put in place with that is so crucial. Not just what you're thinking, but what you're physically feeling. That's one reason that when you do the breathing exercise uh, that uh, I'm going to be teaching or any, any type of exercise, if you can put an emotion behind that movement or if you can put movement behind the emotion, mm -hmm. either way, what you do is you re-solidify the entire component. To actually put an emotion behind that thought and that emotion must be positive, must be happy. I, I tell people, what, how do you get that happy thought? Think of something <laughs> that truly makes you happy. Think of, I mean, for most people, it's their children or uh, watching a child do, you know, come running up and greeting his parents or, or her parents or whatever the case may be. For other people that may not have kids, it may be a pet. It may be whatever it is. It elicits that tingling sensation and you just feel so good and nothing can replace that type of feeling. That's the feeling that you want to infuse there. And it doesn't make, make any difference if the emotion that you're experiencing has nothing to do with the thought that you're putting there. You create the thought, you put that emotion behind it, 
it will track. It doesn't have to be connected by logic. Well, I'm I'm thinking of the battle against the FDA, and I'm going to win. Now I need to emotionalize it, and I think of one of my sons running up to me and giving me a hug on my right, daughter. Right, right. That's not the mechanical output. That's not the way it's done. Actually, come to the Advanced Medicine Seminar. We'll sprinkle you with fairy dust is what we're going to do. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, I, listen, I, this is these are really hard concepts to communicate, but I get the sense. That's the resonance, if you will, resonant imaging. And, and, and imagine that is where we were talking about all these folks from around the world, different socioeconomic backgrounds. If we if we do the racial divide, which we're not into either, but the recognition that if we look superficial and we go, well, why would somebody pick it up from that? You know, the, the inner city somewhere. This this message goes beyond all of those artificial, superficial barriers. Those are all barriers that have been created to make it more difficult. But but we are all one. We are all the same. In fact, I will use quantum physics and the work of 14 Nobel laureates to prove that we are all connected during the seminar, not now. <laughs> okay. All right. I was waiting for it. Go, go, no. We've got to take a break here. Advanced Medicine Monday continues with Dr. Rashi Bittar. Check out all the links in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. Of course, if you ever miss an episode, and there are 100 hours plus episodes that uh, you can pick up on through medicalrewind.com, all the links are in there, and we will be right back with more powerful healing. If it's possible, sure it is. Stand by. The Robert Scott Bell Show. Rocking the health world through the power of radio. It's the Robert Scott Bell Show. I was just thinking back to the Health Freedom Expo, Dr. Batar. We, we wish that you were there. We'll have to work on that for next year. But Liam, Ty, and I and me, whatever, we were there having a blast together. And at, at one of the lectures I get, well, probably all of them, I mentioned the nine steps to keep the doctor away, uh, along with official stories and, uh, and Ty's books, because these are really seminal books for people to understand the concepts that we always communicate. And at the end of one of my lectures, I, I, somebody said, hey, is there a book you recommend? I was like, were you listening? Were you even listening? The Nine Steps to Keep the Doctor Away. And this is why somebody says, I've heard you mention that book almost every week since you've been on the air. It's because it's that good. And so if you're a new listener and haven't picked up or an old listener that hasn't picked it up, no excuses now. Get the nine steps to keep the doctor away. That's my shameless plug for your book as I do wherever I go. So thank you for that as well, Dr. Batar. Oh, I appreciate that, Robert. I, I know that... Um you know, before I could have thought that this was just because you're a friend and you're endorsing the book, but you know, it's gotten such a claim now all over the place. And mm-hmm. sometimes I'm just awed at the response that we've gotten, but the book has hit every bestseller list that you can imagine. And I'm hoping that my next book, which will hopefully be coming out soon called Suppression of a Medical Miracle mm-hmm. will parallel, if not, um, you know, I, well, I imagine it will because, you, you know, what you infuse into it are the things we're talking about, the heart of it, the philosophy of it. It, it is more than just something that promotes something. It literally it is a life or a lifestyle. And that's why, you know, when people ask me that question, I was like, you know, I could talk to about 100 different books that are good books that talk about some really cool things, but very few. It's very rare to have one that it's in, infused into all of those levels and layers simultaneously. You know, as we talk about nine steps, we talk about the integration of the spiritual, which is so key, as well as the emotional, physiological, mental, you know, and then we expand here economic and politics sometimes, but it's all with a healing message. And uh, the goal was to actually give people a primer because information is not necessarily original, but how it's put together is original. Give them a primer that they can follow, a template, an actual plan 
that if they just start enacting upon it, they will see the difference. It's impossible not to see them, not to see those differences because they are built upon the very principles of physiology of how the body works, how the creator designed us to function. Well, exactly, exactly. That that's the thing. And and physically, we can't ignore it. I mean, that's often the signal, the pain. Ow! I'm screaming. My body's screaming. What do I do? But taking it to the comprehensive uh, levels that you do, that we do together as well, it, it makes a difference. Again, I come back to the resonance. I mean, anybody can tell you to take something, take this. You know, I have, I'm on this drug. I don't want to be on the drug. What do I take? But more importantly, to go back to the starting point of where this whole pathway originated, how it led to where you are today. And so it isn't placating you. And we've talked extensively about that, even using a natural substance allopathically. Exactly. It's the key of understanding how the body works, the balance. It doesn't matter whether you're using a natural substance or a synthetic substance to overcome or cover up or placate a symptom or, or a pathology, you have to find out what's causing it and then address the cause. And, and that's basically it. I mean, it's not rocket science. I, <laughs> I, I sometimes have to remind people that a lot of this stuff is not rocket science. It's just basic common sense. If it appeals to your intellect, then it's the truth. If it doesn't appeal to intellect or if it doesn't resonate with you, as you would say, Robert, or it mm-hmm. doesn't have the right frequency, if it doesn't make you feel the right way, then that's your body basically telling you that that's not your answer. And that's what you have to remember. And that's what you have to embrace. And that's what you have to strive for, to be able to feel the answer, because we all have the ability to feel the answer. Now, if you if you're not ready to come to an advanced medicine seminar after hearing that, yeah, you're not you're not yet feeling. I guess we got to keep going back and listen, re-listen to these shows, and you'll understand why it's so special when we get together and do the things that we do. And of course, you have the capacity to do that, and greater than than we're doing. We're just a conduit for it in that regard. Now, there are a lot of stories out there in the news, and I did want to cover at least this one with you. Uh, Green Med Info Info blew this one wide just the other day, and Natural News has picked up on it as well. Sayer G, uh, hats off to you for doing this. But an alarming new study finds that glyphosate, the active ingredient in Roundup, Monsanto's Roundup weed killer, is estrogenic and drives uh, breast cancer cell proliferation. And it does so in the parts per trillion range. And if you remember that rat study we focused on that was not done by Monsanto, the two-year rat study, these, these rats were covered in cancer tumors, internal, external, everywhere. It's, this is explained a lot, but what's stunning is parts per trillion. Yeah, but Robert, this is really irrelevant because all you have to do is cut off your breasts and then you have to worry about oh, it. Oh, no. Don't do an Angelina Jolie <laughs> on me. Don't do it. Of course, yeah, that's where they they blame. Oh, it's your genes. It's the BRCA gene, which, by the way, everybody has. And it isn't yeah. the gene that just jumps up and kills you like in, in the uh, Will Smith movie. That's not yeah, how exactly. it works. It senses fear and it takes over. <laughs> exactly. Now, fear, of course, can induce disease. We know that. And, or and, fear can also induce you to cut off your breasts. Yeah, well, and that's what it apparently did with Angelina Jolie. And and by the way, that that movie and this fear, I mean, the, the message that's coming through that is, is really astonishingly, astonishingly timely yep. with this issue where it isn't the fear. In this case, it's the Monsanto and it's the glyphosate and it's measurable at such minute quantities. It's staggering even to the scientific realm that that could be so. But you know what's most stunning to me? And this is where we have to start really understanding what's going on. Look at the publicity that Angelina Jolie got for cutting off her breasts Mm -hmm. and look at how much publicity Monsanto got for this issue. 
You see, we it us as people. It's now dependent upon us as people to take the truth and pass it on because the media isn't doing it. Obviously, no, they're pushing things down a one-way street for to accomplish their own agenda, which we already know. But you look at the look at the difference. Cut off your breasts. Every place is picking up the story. People magazine on the news on. I mean, every Mm -hmm. local station's talking about it. And then the truth that something is actually causing cancer in the parts per trillion, in that minute amount, it's actually causing breast cancer. Nobody talks about that. Now tell me, what is more important, we obviously know, to eliminate the chemical that's causing this, mm-hmm. what is going to create more fear-mongering, cut off your breasts. Yeah, or even, even more explosive, Dr. Batars, we can remove all estrogen receptor sites because, my goodness, we can't harm Monsanto at this point and remove that stuff from the environment. Yeah, so we, but here's the thing. By cutting off a woman's breast, that's not all the estrogen receptor sites. That's, that's the correct. Problem. Exactly. That's the point of it. It's like it's, it, that's why Angelina Jolie, bless her, whatever, I mean, she was uh, lied to and she succumbed to that fear. But the reality is that's what we said is that it could be more dangerous for other areas of the system that are going to be more susceptible than the breast tissue was that is no longer there. Exactly. I mean, you would have to basically surgically excise every endocrine gland, every receptor for any hormone in the body. I mean, it'd be just easier to put a bolt in your own head and just end it all. Well, exactly. I mean, it's less brutal in that, in that sense. And we're not encouraging that. You understand when we say this. But you are the media. That's the point of what you said as well. And there was a big story on Natural News and others that were covering that most of the stories are being broken by the foreign media or the new media here, whether it be Natural News. I mentioned Green Med Info right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Uh, Alex Jones. I mean, we're covering stories that the corporate-controlled, conglomerate, conflicted media would never cover. They're being forced to cover it by what we're doing. The mere fact that they're being forced to do it now, Robert, Mm -hmm. it shows and proves to everybody out there that the mainstream media is obsolete. They have basically proven that they are non-functional. They don't serve a purpose except for a higher agenda for the powers that be that do not serve mankind. No, it's a limiting consciousness agenda. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So what do we if we if we acknowledge now this this is based on the scientific revelations there are published in peer reviewed journals of all places the Roundup Ready breast cancer how does this fit into the nine steps to keep the doctor away which step are we talking about dealing with the persistent organic pollutants I mean is this where we go with this with the Roundup Well actually in the nine steps those are the steps that people can do to help alleviate many of the problems that they're having but in the beginning of the book as you remember the seven toxicities mm-hmm. the persistent organic pollutants falls underneath the second category the first one being heavy metals right. and in fact there is a new technology coming down the pipeline it's not available yet for the persistent organic pollutants that is available for the minerals and metals where using uh, spectroscopy using light we can measure the amounts of these metals, minerals, oxidative stress, chemicals, and other things that, that will be coming down uh, probably in the next six months or so. In the tissue level, we'll be able to measure it. Literally within uh, minutes, we'll be able to get the results. And actually, there's going to be a possibility that we might even be able to look at the top 10, top 20 pharmaceutical substances that people have been exposed to, whether directly or indirectly in our water supply or whatever, and see what those levels are in our body so we can make sure that we can try to clean up that component. Of course, anything that's going to help to get rid of the persistent organic pollutants, meaning upregulation of your phase one, phase two of your liver, yes. uh, infrared saunas, and this many different things that people can do. We use um, 
ozone autohemotherapy in our office, but there's many things that you can do to help to alleviate these chemicals out of the body. The most important one is make sure that you don't get exposed to them in the first place. Hmm. Exactly. Prevention is the key. And it's very difficult in California where they basically rework the water table quality, if you will, the tap water, and they say it actually could be, uh, I think, 50 times more in the water supply of this glyphosate now that we know that it works at parts per trillion. I mean, stunning. California is supposed to be the crunchy granola, sweet-eating capital of planet Earth, and they are being polluted by their tap water, and the government is basically cooperating with Monsanto and Roundup. Right. And you remember that glyphosates are just one of many different things that our society is being exposed to. It's all over the place. There's over 100,000 chemicals that are developed every year. And even though the vast majority of them don't see the light of day because they still stay within the lab, the fact that over 100,000 are being developed and that many of them do end up making it into the global commerce, we can't even fathom what the implications mm-hmm. are on the biological system. Right. By the way, in California, I apologize, there's up to a, th- a thousand times more glyphosate in water than now is uh, recognized that is uh, the ability to, uh, let's say, facilitate breast cancer cell proliferation through binding to the estrogen re- receptor sites. And so the point that I think we were making in this segment, Robert, which I think it's important to reiterate, is that for every listener that's listening to the show, you are the media, as Robert, you, I believe mm-hmm. you had said, you yes. are the media. It is your responsibility. It is your ethical fiduciary responsibility to your fellow human to pass this information out. We're not talking about promoting the show or anything like that. I, I, just promote keep, Ty's yeah. show. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> My point is that you Wait, have Ty to- Wait, Ty just fainted. Ty just fainted. Ty, you okay? Yeah, he's okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but I want people to understand that they need to go out there and tell their loved ones. And remember, you can't be a preacher in your own house. So that's the reason that we have the shows available for download on Medical Rewind. Mm -hmm. Let people listen to it for themselves. Let them understand for themselves because you as an individual will never have the ability to preach in your own house. To bring this point home, my own mother would not listen to me for eight years when I told her that she needs to get off the synthetic I mentioned to your mom, and I don't know what she was so stubborn about. At least my mom listens to me. That's why she's alive and doing thriving at, at 79. Well, and, and your mom is obviously more astute than my mom was because it took my father to intervene yes. before she finally listened. And, of course, you know she ended up getting uh, breast cancer herself, but it was mm-hmm. a very, very early on, and thank God we were able to address it rapidly, and everything mm-hmm. has been fine since. But the point is, it took eight years of me talking and preaching and and yelling and screaming and mm-hmm. you know stomping mm-hmm. my feet. Yes, and she she wouldn't listen because you can't. It, it you, say, you can tell her for you whatever tell her. reason she would always remind me that she changed my diapers. I didn't know that she wanted to care <laughs> for it. No, what, you can't do that. You can't throw that in your face. And by the way, Doctor Bertard, tell your mom that my mom also listens to you as well. <laughs> See if it, well, it actually, Robert, it would come 10 times more powerful if you said it to her than me. I will at the next time I see her and hopefully at the Advanced Medicine Seminar in Charlotte uh, where we got coming up. So check it all out online at robertscottbell.com, medicalrewind.com. The power to heal is most definitely yours as we rock this Advanced Medicine Monday with Dr. Rashid Bittar. We'll be back to wrap it up after this. Live around the world, the Robert Scott the Robert Bell Scott Show. Scott Bell Show. Robert Scott Bell Show. Scott Bell Show. 
why would President Assad, who's winning the war, use poison gas to kill a hundred people, knowing full well what would happen if people thought he was using poison gas? There's no way. The man is not an idiot. Now, why did I play Ron Paul right there to, to wrap up this this hour with Dr. Batar? Because we were talking about fear, fear uh, leading to things, you know, this this false evidence appearing real. What could be more false evidence than claiming that, that Syria's Assad is using chemical or, or biological weapons against 100 people when he's, again, winning against, guess what, Al-Qaeda, <laughs> whatever Al-Qaeda is. This I know you don't follow the news as closely, and I'm glad that you don't have to, Dr. Batar, but this is more warmongering and fearmongering. Obama doubling, tripling down on what Bush has done, and Ron Paul calls it like it is. It's like, be practical about this. Does he? This is stupid, and, and yet we're consistently falling prey. Not we here, not in the Robert Scott Bell Show audience, I don't believe, but it's important to cover this because a lot of your friends and family members, when Dr. Batar says, pay it forward, tell everybody about the show, it's to prevent this lunacy. Of, of the war-making machinery continuing to prey on our fears like this. And the logic is that we've already done this over and over again. History shows that we have tried to justify our actions in the Middle East and gone in there and done whatever we've wanted to do based upon some pretense. It's kind of like, you know, the false the, flag. Yes, exactly. The false flag events. This is how the FDA works. The state medical boards work. The state mm-hmm. dental boards work. The board of pharmacy works. They're, trying to create that fear. The Institute of Medicine, the CDC, the NIH, all these organizations. How is it that that friend of yours, Robert, mentions mm-hmm. it, that she calls him the alphabet soup of uh, the governmental agencies? Well, I, you know, listen, I, I coined this idea, the Fear and Death Administration. And the reason how being... perfectly appropriate. Well, That's yeah, exactly because they're they fomenting fear and providing a terrain that induces death. I mean, iatrogenic death by their approval. So it's not an exaggeration. Some folks will go, oh, come on, you're, you're being a little ridiculous. No, well, I'm yeah, not let's, being let's ridiculous. Let's talk about this just for a second. Let's show how ridiculous this is. You will raid places for raw milk mm-hmm. that has been on this planet since whenever mankind started or cows started yeah. and people have been consuming it. And, and apricot seeds lay a trail and God knows how many other different types of natural substances, but things like Vioxx that had to kill 55,000 people before they took it off the market. Now, you tell me, is that not promoting the the Well, exactly what I say. Of- yeah, I mean, and, and, the, and the glyphosate, the Monsantos of the world. Oh, the, oh, the mercury in the mouth and mercury mm-hmm. in the amalgams and mercury inside the vaccinations. All these things under the false pretense of protecting us, mm-hmm. they create these bodies, give them authority, and then shove all the bad things down our throat. This is, again, if you look at history, you see what happened with all the stuff with the Middle East. You understand that every time we've gone in there, we've tried to justify it for some kind of an excuse with some type of a protection. Now they're going to try to do this with the same thing that they did with Saddam Hussein. Who put him in power? We did. Mm -hmm. The same thing that we did with Libya, with what we did with Gaddafi, right? Gaddafi, right. Thank yeah, you, yeah, Robert. Yeah. Thank you for. Yeah, I mean, all these people there. at one point, CIA assets, you know, and then we got the NSA scandal, and you got uh, both liberal and conservative big government lovers claiming that this guy is treasonous for for doing what? Revealing unconstitutional. Yeah, telling the truth. That's right. Truth. They're just coming after anybody who tells the truth and exposing the lies. They're coming after them for treason. Ron you know Paul what? said it well. Truth is treason in an empire of lies. Exactly. Exactly. I was just going to say that. Not as well as you said it, but I was going to say <laughs> that if, if that is treason, then then everybody that loves their country and loves the creator and loves to do the right thing, we're all guilty of treason. 
Hey, you know what? I want to do a special shout out to your brother, Shahid. I know you guys don't always get along. It's just like brotherly love, though. Uh, he's a great guy. He's standing up for the for, you know different aspects of privacy that the this administration is violating. And I know your brother comes more from a political left perspective, but I love him and respect him dearly. His activist movement with the Bill of Rights Defense Committee and beyond is actually doing great work bringing left and right together to say, hey, it's all of them against us. That's right, because it is all an illusion. The Democrat, Republican, it's all an illusion, and a lot of us fall victim to the fight between the two parties. It has nothing to do with that. It is right. us against them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. So if we want to get beyond us against them, hey, come to the Advanced Medicine Seminar in Charlotte, and that's coming up in July. We've got that linked up in the show notes, July 19th and 20th. That's a Friday and Saturday. And then following that up really quickly after that, the third through the 9th of August in Cancun, Mexico. What the Third heck is going the 10th, on? Robert. Is it the 10th? Oh, I, want, I don't want to shortchange you there, but an incredible all-inclusive event. The Beach Boys are still going to be there? Yep, Beach Boys are going to be there. Rock, which is like the Cirque du Soleil, they're going to be there. Everybody that's attending has tickets already paid for. They will, they will be able to attend two tickets per room. It's going to be a fantastic event. Cancun, of course, big-time event. The links are up in the show notes. You can get right to it by going to advancedmedicineseminars.com in the calendar, and you'll see how extraordinary what you will get. Plus, as you said, that we talked a lot about imagination, creativity, abundance even, from a real perspective that grounds it as opposed to remaining kind of an airy-fairy, new-agey concept alone. Uh, there's actually nothing airy-fairy, new-agey about this. There's nothing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. metaphysical about this. It will be proven to everybody without a shadow of a doubt. I have had hardcore physicists and hardcore scientists that have been in attendance to these seminars in the past and physically break down and start crying in the middle of the seminar because it just created a shift for them and it actually was able to tie them back from their humanness to their and, and to the scientific background and, and let them realize that it is one and the same. And we've actually captured these moments on video, Robert. It's pretty astounding when you see these people go through this type of transformation. And my goal every time is to have everybody go through this transformation. Some people don't need it as much. They're already there. Some people are so opposed and so diametrically on the other side that when they do go through that shift, it's so powerful that for them, it's, it's, you know, shocking. It's actually like a Herxheimer's response. They break down, Mm -hmm. but either way it is powerful. And my goal is I, I I learn from it. Every time I do this with somebody, I learn from it. So Mm -hmm. my goal for doing this is actually purely selfish because it hones my own abilities to, to create my own reality more. Beautiful. No, it's lovely when we get together and, and really feel that energy. That's why the Health Freedom Expo was so awesome. It's like the the buzz and the audience, the expectation and, and this fl- this flow just comes right through you. By the way, a uh, special shout out to me because I'll be on Saturday the 22nd in Eustis, Florida at the Wind Horse Theater, the Robert Scott Bell Show live on stage. We'll have a blast there as well. Check it out. The links are there. But uh, that would just be a preliminary warm up for the advanced medicine seminars to come. Well, and, and also uh, to wrap up, as I'm thinking about this, if you're not on the email list that Dr. Batar has, and we, we should tell everybody how to sign up for that as well, we got a request for prayers, right, and, and, and good energy, and people don't always understand about that. But when we go through there, it isn't, well, we want, uh, let's say, I'm praying for Dr. Batar to beat the FDA. That's not it. That's not it. It's just the good energy. It's the love that flows out, and that helps us manifest beyond, as we said, the fear that we talked about this hour. That's exactly right, Robert. That's all I want is a positive energy, the intentions, prayers in whatever capacity or however you do it. I would really appreciate that. And it's already manifesting. We can see the the energetic shift that's occurred over the last 
72 hours is just amazing. I mean, I couldn't even explain to you, Robert, all the things that have happened, but I really do appreciate it. Well, and we appreciate you as well. And by the way, if you want to plug into the email alerts, go to Facts on Toxicity, factsontoxicity.com. The links are there. And Dr. Batar, man, thank you so much for helping me do what we do so well together. And that is remind each and every one of you that the power to heal is yours. Robert Scott Bell Show. Robert Scott Bell Show.